When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome to Luna the Podcast. I'm your host, Carolina Salazar, and I am here to be your spiritual big sister, guiding you to self-empowerment through self-discovery. My goal with this podcast is to provide grounded and easy-to-understand self-development tools to support you on your spiritual journey. My purpose is to help you learn to love both your light and your shadow, and to empower you to start showing up as your best self by nourishing your soul and doing the inner work. I am so grateful you're here today, and I hope you enjoyed this episode. Hello, hello everyone. Welcome back to Luna the Podcast. I am so grateful that you're here today tuning in for another episode and I just want to start out expressing my gratitude. Thank you so much for listening, for choosing to listen to Luna on this day. And last week there was no episode. I was traveling. I was in Tulum with some girlfriends and Tulum was freaking amazing. I am so grateful I got to go. I got to be there with them and just kind of disconnect from life and get a really good restful vacation the beach there is so beautiful and I really, really enjoyed just being in nature again after almost four months since leaving Florida and coming back to New York for the winter. So it was just a very healthy for me and I'm very grateful and thankful that I had the ability to take this vacation. So that's why there is no episode because I was focusing on mindfulness and just presence in the vacation. And on this episode, I want to talk about protecting your energy. I'm going to be talking about eight things that you can do. And I think protecting your energy is very important because energy is everything. We are energy. Other people are energy. Anything in our life is energy. And while, you know, I would obviously want for you to be surrounded always by positive energy, positive people, empowering relationships, sometimes that's not always possible. And there are certain situations and certain people in our life that maybe we can't completely escape from or we can't completely cut out. Um, and they might drain our energy at times. So that can be hard sometimes because maybe you leave certain situations or just feel overall more drained energetically. So I'm going to be talking about eight things that you can do to restore your energy, to protect your energy, things that I like to do for myself, tools that have helped me and that I hope help you as well. So with that said, let's dive into the episode. I hope it's helpful to you. And if it is, let me know. DM me at the Carolina Lifestyle and also would really appreciate if you guys could quickly leave any review or rating on Spotify or Apple Podcasts, wherever you are tuning in to listen to Luna. So yeah, hope you guys enjoy the episode. All right, so let's start out talking about the first thing that you can do to protect your energy. The first thing that I think is helpful and important um, that 
I think most people are probably familiar with if you've heard of protecting your energy or cleansing your space, it's using sage or palo santo. These are cleansing sticks that you can purchase. You can pretty much get them from wherever. And what I like to do is that when I deep clean my apartment or when I move into a new space, or even if you're just feeling like you want to kind of cleanse your energy and your home and anywhere you are, you can light either Palo Santo or Sage and you can kind of move it around your room or your apartment and or your house. And what I like to do is as I'm doing that, I am kind of speaking into the world, like saying, affirming the energy that I want for that space. So what I do is I move the sage or the Palo Santo from the bottom of a corner of the room to the top. So like essentially from the floor to the ceiling. And I do it on all the different corners of the room, um, on doors, windows. And as I'm doing that, I just kind of say like something along the lines of please cleanse away any negative energy, any stagnant energy that's not serving me at this moment, at this time, and fill this space with positivity and health and abundance and joy and good energy and attract alignment into my life. And I'll just kind of speak things like that as I'm doing the saging and the cleansing. And I think it's really powerful. And I also really like to do it sometimes when I like just am cleaning my apartment or resetting my apartment at the end of the week on a Sunday or a Saturday. So I really recommend that. You can also do it after a lot of people have come into your apartment or into your space. Like if you've hosted a dinner or a party or something, it's really, really helpful to do that, I believe. And you probably will notice a difference when you do that. And then if you're doing it around yourself, you can do it like around your head or around your arms, around your feet and just say like, may these legs take me down the right paths. May these hands help me you know, create things of magic and abundance and may my mind be cleansed and etc. So that's tip number one. And then tip number two that you can do to protect your energy is mindful showers. So when we are showering, we have this opportunity to cleanse our body, but we also have the opportunity to cleanse our mind. And I think something that's really, really helpful is as you are showering, especially if you've had a very stressful day, focus on the shower and try to not let your mind just kind of escape from the moment. And as you're showering, as you're rinsing your body and washing your body, use that as an opportunity to one, thank your vessel, thank your body for everything that it does for you and wash it with love and with care. And then as you're also like rinsing your hair and your body, just envision any negativity any stagnant energy from that day just kind of being washed away from your body down the drain any stress any anger any sadness any leftover emotions that you don't want to carry with you i also think that taking showers at night right before you go to bed is a really good time to take a shower or taking a shower at night and a shower in the morning because a shower in the morning is just really great to start your day kind of refreshed and clean and then when you're doing it at night I feel like it's a really good way to as I was saying kind of wash away any leftover emotions stress that's kind of lingering from the day number three is what I call the energy bubble and this is probably my favorite tool or one of my favorite tools for protecting my energy And I actually learned this from my mom and from a family friend once. 
And essentially how an energy bubble works is that as you are, you know, walking around or in environments with a lot of people or just pretty much anywhere, you essentially envision and visualize that you activate this bubble of energy around you, like a protective energy bubble. And you can pick whatever color you want. It can be clear, it can be golden, it can be pink, it can be blue, like any color that makes you happy. You just visualize that bubble of energy around you and protecting you and any negativity, any energy that's unwanted is going to bounce off of that bubble outward and back into whoever is sent it to you. So this is very, very powerful. Like I like doing this a lot in New York City because, you know, there's a lot of people that I walk by on the streets, a lot of people that I pass and that I cross paths with and not necessarily everyone, you know, whose energy I want to carry with me, especially as an empath, as an intuitive and someone who does pick up a lot of energy, like I'm very sensitive. This helps me a lot, like a lot, a lot, a lot. And I think it would help you a lot if you are kind of someone that maybe feels like you pick up on other people's energy or like if you're around someone and that person is like complaining to you or is just kind of like draining your energy, this is a very helpful tool in that moment. Just like visualizing that kind of being the case. Um, and like whatever that person's feeling is just, and if that person's reflecting anything towards you, you know, it's reflected back out into them. And that especially is helpful for like jealousy or envy or resentment or just like those types of emotions that you don't know if people are emanating towards you like there's no way to really really know but if there is that happening then this is very helpful and it just really helps you be in a very safe um and kind of mindful energy i think it's something that's helped me a lot over the last couple of years so that's one of my favorites and then number four is meditation I love meditation. I think meditation is one of the most powerful tools that you can use to your advantage as a human being on this earth. Meditation to me is a way to connect to my soul and also learn to sit with uncomfortable feelings. A lot of the times we give a lot of our energy out and away to our emotions, to situations, to stress. And with meditation, something that I'm really learning is to breathe through. And to just keep breathing. Like if you're just focusing on your breath or trying to just focus on your breath while you're meditating, it's going to get a little uncomfortable. But as you start doing that and as you keep going, it gets less and less uncomfortable. And I actually learned this from the book that I'm currently reading called How to Do the Work by Dr. Nicole LaPera. She was talking about how when we meditate, we essentially teach our body to feel safer and also when we get into very like stressful situations or triggering situations that maybe before would make us angry or would make us very highly emotional, we're able to learn how to sit through and breathe through those uncomfortable feelings. So for example, um, I went to a meditation, sorry, a yoga class when I was in Tulum and at the beginning of the class, the first like 10 minutes were basically breath work. And what he was doing was he was having us breathe in through our nose and then hold for a few seconds, exhale. But the first time it was like hold for two seconds and then it was like hold for three and then it was hold for five 
and it got really really challenging towards the end and so that was a perfect exemplification for me on how to breathe through uncomfortable situations and then when I came back to New York and I went to solid core which is one of my favorite workout classes it's like a Pilates workout oh my god that class is hard so before what I would do is I would just like go into child's pose or I would kind of give up if certain poses were becoming kind of challenging and instead of doing that I just started breathing so like if I thought that I couldn't hold a pose anymore I just breathed and it honestly helped a lot so I think meditation is just a really amazing tool so I want to share with you guys what I have been doing for meditation which is a little different than what I used to do before and I've really been enjoying it so we'll see um, how it evolves for me but what I've just been doing is I personally like to meditate in the morning right when I wake up I don't do it every single day I don't think you have to do anything every single day or you know any of these things that I'm mentioning, if they don't resonate with you, you don't have to do them at all. But do what works for you. So for me, it works to meditate in the morning as much as I can. Ideally, I would love to get to a point where I do it every single day without missing, but it doesn't happen all the time. And then what I do is I get my headphones and I have a playlist called Frequencies for Goddesses that I made. It just has like high frequency vibrational like music. Um, It's mainly just like tunes and it's really really I think very relaxing so I just put it in my headphones and then I just sit there and I just breathe (laughs) and I've been trying to just like observe my thoughts more when I'm doing that and I've been really liking it so that's kind of what I do and I think it's been really nice and then also before I start I usually just set a timer or like a, a stopwatch and I will see how long I do for that day so some days it's eight minutes some days it's five some days it's 12 like it just kind of varies but yeah I've been really liking that and I really find that when I do meditate in the morning and when I've been doing this particular meditation it's helped me be more resilient it's helped me be more mindful of my energy it's helped me just be more present overall and I think it really helps you protect your energy and keep your energy very positive and just good wanted to take a pause in the middle of the episode to make a very quick and exciting announcement. Me and one of my really, really close friends, Sloan Elizabeth, at Sloan Elizabeth on Instagram, created our very own manifestation journal, which we are launching on Amazon this week on April 12th, which is Tuesday if you're listening to this on the day that it airs. And the name of our journal is Manifestation Magnet. And we've been working on this journal for a couple of months now. So I'm so excited to be finally launching it and releasing it. The journal is aimed at helping you make manifestation a part of your daily routine, of your morning routine. It takes around five minutes to complete. The journal includes space for setting an intention as well as how you want to feel that day and what would help you feel that way. There's also a daily quote and you can also write out a to-do list and what you would like support from the universe on that day. So I am so beyond excited for you guys to see the journal. Make sure to follow me at The Carolina Lifestyle to stay tuned about more details and for launch information. But it should be live on Amazon on Tuesday. So, 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 so excited about that and hope you are too. 
And with that being said, let's continue on with the episode. All right, number five is high vibrational frequencies. And this kind of ties to the meditation point that I just mentioned. I really like listening to high vibrational frequencies when I'm on the train, when I'm walking around, when I'm doing deep work. Like they really help me focus. Um, So I just think it's something helpful in general and helps you basically get to a more mindful state. So I will link my playlist in the show notes in the like essentially the description of this episode wherever you're listening. So if you need like a new playlist or if you want to find these frequencies, you can find them in this playlist that I will link. And then um, number six is boundaries. This one's very, very important, I believe. Boundaries are not meant to be scary. And I've talked about this before on the podcast Setting boundaries is essentially just telling people where your energetic field ends and theirs begins. And so I really think like one of the best examples of boundary setting when it comes to protecting your energy is applicable to when you are listening to other people vent to you or someone else kind of being very, very emotional or stressed or irritated or anything like that. What you have, or even if they're just very kind of like a Debbie Downer, just pessimistic, the best thing you can do when that is the case, when you're around someone that's draining your energy, especially if you really just can't like eliminate that relationship from your life or like you don't want to, or like it's a family member that you, you know, you like for many other reasons, but sometimes they drain your energy. What I recommend is just mentally saying that is them and this is me. Like, let's say your mom. It's called Mary and Mary is just angry today. Don't let that anger trigger your own defensiveness or your own fear or your own anger. Instead, just be like, that's mom. Mom is angry today. That is her emotion to deal with, not mine. That is hers and not mine. That I think is so essential and very important in also improving your relationships, but in taking care of your energy Because when you do that, you just kind of stop giving away so much of your power and so much of your energy to other people. And you don't even have to say anything. Like, it's just mental. It's just about realizing that is them and this is me. That is not mine to carry. That is not mine to fix. That is not mine to resolve or think about. I can listen. I can hold space for them. But I do not have to resolve that for them. That is essential. And I learned that from therapy. So... Thank you to my therapist for that. And I hope it helps you who is listening right now. And that that also just helps you stay more mindful of how other people's emotions can affect you emotionally. All right. Number seven is less screen time overall as much as possible. Obviously, we live in a digital technology driven society like everyone has a phone everyone has social media pretty much like we all give our energy away to our phone in some shape or form but when we are consuming content while it's amazing while we learn from it and like I love content creation I love consuming content that I enjoy but 
it is energy draining. Like when we are staring at a screen and our brain is getting flooded with information very, very fast and our like attention spans are shrinking, you know, we are giving away our energy because our thoughts are energy. Our mind is occupied by a lot more information when we are scrolling a lot. So I try to be mindful of the amount that I scroll. I really have been trying to deepen and improve my relationship with technological boundaries and one thing that I used to do a lot and like I kind of want to get back to doing is just putting my phone away when I'm trying to do deep work and not letting it just be so close to me um, where where it makes it easy for me to kind of compulsively scroll without wanting to Um, and I'm just trying to be more mindful overall when I choose to consume content or choose to scroll so that's something I would encourage you to think about like if you are feeling a little bit more drained in general or if you're feeling like your energy is kind of off Try taking a step back away from your phone for a few hours, a little bit more a day or reducing your screen time, but some minutes or some hours as much as you can. And I think that would be really, really helpful to you. And if you still find it hard to do, I think another step you could take to reduce screen time overall is reducing screen time right when you wake up and right before you go to sleep. Those are the times that one, we're regulating our circadian rhythms and two, we're also in those moments, our subconscious mind is a lot more open. So we're more susceptible to information. And that's kind of what also shapes our beliefs about life in the world and ourselves. So I would encourage you to, when you're starting your day, try to not check your phone, like prioritize, maybe like brewing some tea or making coffee or meditating or moving your body or doing something before you check your phone. Like, I know a lot of us use our phones for our alarms, but I would encourage you to instead just set something like, um, I forget what it's called, like downtime or time limits on your phone so that when you wake up, it doesn't show all the already available notifications for you to look at and try not leaving your, try not leaving your phone next to your bed as well. I leave mine in my living room and I think that that really helps me. And then I usually try to disconnect from my phone at least 30 minutes before going to sleep because it helps me fall asleep faster. And then again, you're also, you know, protecting your energy and taking care of yourself in, in doing that. So that's tip number seven. And then last but not least, definitely not least, number eight is sleep. When we sleep, we are charging up our bodies the way you carry yourself through in a day when you are sleep deprived compared to when you are not (laughs) is completely different. You feel a lot more energized overall. It's like the equivalent of charging our phones. It's like we're charging our bodies. And so it's so powerful, like so, so, so powerful. And it's something I think all of us need to prioritize more focusing on sleep hygiene. I, I have made some posts on my Instagram about my sleep routine and I can also make more of them. If you guys want to see that, I'm happy to talk about it on the podcast as well because I think it's so important since Jupiter entered Pisces, which it's been in Pisces for a few months now, like four-ish months, I've been really focusing on my sleep because it's in my, in the, in my personal birth chart, it's hitting the house that rules sleep and restoration and meditation and a lot of these like restorative practices. So I've been really focusing on this and, you know, even if that means 
on certain days, like letting myself sleep in, like letting myself sleep in if I'm tired instead of pushing through a workout that's going to put my body through even more physical stress. Like sleep is key to reduce stress and to improve focus and also to improve your longevity, your attention and your overall quality of life. So that's my last tip for protecting your energy. Like the more well rested you are, the better your life is, the better your days are. And I really encourage you to try to work on your sleep. Try to get seven to eight hours, nine even of sleep if you can. And don't push your body with sleep because that's also one of the easiest ways for you to lower your immunity. So protect your immunity by protecting your sleep and protecting your energy. And with that, that kind of summarizes and encapsulates the top eight things that I recommend for you to protect your energy. I hope that this was helpful and that you focus on just one of these things. I'm going to repeat them again and just pick one of them that you want to try in the next week. Change is much easier when you don't overwhelm yourself. So if you want to try all of these, great. If you want to start small and slow, pick one of them. And yeah, so the eight were sage, mindful showers, energy bubble, meditation, high vibrational frequencies, boundaries, less screen time, and sleep. So I hope that was helpful. I will see you next week for another episode. And thank you so much for tuning in. I'm sending you so much love and hope you have a great rest of your day. Everyone is talking about magnesium. It's all you hear about. But why? What do we know about magnesium? Well, magnesium is the number one mineral that 75% of Americans are deficient in. If you are a woman over 35, magnesium will help you rediscover balance, energy, and vitality. Magnesium supports more than 300 enzymatic reactions in your body, including those involved in hormonal balance. From functional medicine doctors to mental well-being and female hormone experts, we all know that magnesium is the one mineral to improve all aspects of well-being and health. But which one? Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers. The trusted choice recommended by leading experts with seven best-absorbed forms of magnesium to ensure your body receives the support it needs for overall well-being. Go to bioptimizers.com slash balance today and use code BALANCE10 for 10% off. Support your journey to wellness at B-I-O-P-T-I-M-I-Z-E-R-S dot com forward slash balance. Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers, your foundation to optimal health and vitality.